Well, some people say that life is a drama involving making choices and solving problems. Well, for me, it is more like an exciting journey involving awareness of what we are doing, awareness of where we are going, and conscious of how we solve our daily problems. That's why the famous physicist Albert Einstein said, I've quoted this before, he said, no problem can be solved by the same consciousness that caused it. So the level of consciousness is very important in our life. Like Bartimaeus, the roadside beggar, hearing that Jesus of Nazareth was passing by, he has heard about Jesus' reputation as a miracle worker. So purposely, he raised his consciousness or awareness to a higher level. And so he cried out, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. Well, you know, at that time, the title son of David was reserved for the Messiah. Immediately, Jesus stopped. He realized that this blind man, not having met him before, proclaims him, Jesus, as the Messiah. Jesus, Jesus knew Bartimaeus' eyes, spiritual eyes, his spiritual eyes were open. This was rare. This was spiritual creativity and genius. And you know the rest of the story. Bartimaeus was cured of his physical blindness because of his faith and trust in Jesus and because he raised his awareness and his consciousness to the level of Jesus' presence and divinity as a Messiah. Now, my friends, we too can do this when we are faced with big, big problems. Simply raise our consciousness to God and implore him for spiritual creativity and insight and take away our spiritual blindness. So with this new consciousness, Bartimaeus solved his problem of blindness. Then Bartimaeus, after that, followed his heart by giving his heart to Jesus and followed Jesus along the way. Gradually, he became a disciple of Jesus. And his new discipleship changed his life forever. His scholars say that he became a devoted follower of Jesus and became a member of the early Christian church. And he never tired of telling strangers his story. And so his name became well known in that area. He convinced others, especially strangers, to follow Jesus. Oh, what a bold, bold and great disciple he became. No wonder he is the only person cured by Jesus whose name is mentioned in the Mark, in Gospel of Mark. What makes his story worth repeating was not so much that he gained physical healing as that he became a bold disciple of Jesus. This too is our daily challenge 
to be a faithful and fruitful disciple of Jesus in our family, in our workplace, and in the marketplace, or to be an ambassador of Christ. Oh, I like that title, ambassador of Christ. As St. Paul puts it in his letter to the Ephesians, he said that we should boldly be speaking of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Like sharing how great it is to be a friend of Jesus and how much joy and stability he has brought into our lives. In this way, we are lifting people's consciousness and awareness to the presence of Jesus and his divinity. Unfortunately, sometimes people, even a priest, can lose sight of his faith and personal friendship with Jesus. Like a priest in Lanciano, Italy, was saying mass on the altar, but doubted the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist. He agonized whether the bread and wine changed substantially to the body and blood of Christ at the words of consecration. However, during this particular mass, when the priest pronounced the words of consecration, the host miraculously changed into human flesh. And the wine miraculously changed into human blood. He was awestruck. Weeping joyfully, he regained his composure. Then he called the congregation to come and join him around the altar. And he said to them, Oh, fortunate witnesses you are, to whom the blessed Lord, to confound my unbelief, has wished to reveal himself visible in our eyes. So behold, the flesh and blood of our beloved Jesus Christ, end of quote. So in this event, Jesus himself raised the consciousness of the doubting priest to the truth of his real presence in the Eucharist by manifesting his human flesh and human blood on the altar. Final outcome? Well, the doubting priest became a powerful witness and a powerful disciple of Christ. Since then, he has touched the hearts of many people by spreading his experience of the real presence. Today, this miraculous event is known as the Eucharistic miracle of Lanciano, which happened in the year 700. You can still see the miraculous specimen in the Basilica of St. Francis in Lanciano, Italy. I have seen this miraculous specimen myself many years ago when I traveled to Italy. Now remember, when we participate of the Mass, we witness a miracle. And through the reception of Holy Communion, we share in the divine life of Christ. So you're lifting your consciousness to God. We are actually surrendering ourselves to his desires and to his holy will, not only to solve our problems, but to also help us to become a faithful disciple. 
Why? Because when we surrender to Jesus, we win. We always win, especially when the world seems at its worst. We can become Christians at our very best because Jesus takes us to a new level of spiritual creativity, a new level of personal relationship. That's why the poet Khalil Gibran wrote, you give but little when you give of your possessions. It is when you give of yourself that you truly give. And there are those who have little and give it all. They are the believers in life. Their coffers is never empty. There are those who give with joy. That joy is their reward. And through the hands of such as these, God speaks and smiles upon the earth." End of quote. So in some ways, the poet Gibran speaks of discipleship in terms of giving, giving oneself, knowing that in giving, God speaks and smiles upon the earth. So basically, generosity expressed in self-sacrifice for the glory of God is the essence of discipleship. That's why John Paul II said, do not forget that true love sets no conditions. It does not calculate or complain, but simply loves. Likewise, Father John Shea said, argue with everything else, but always be obedient to love. So we come to the final question. What then is the drama of life? What is the drama of life? Well, this is unveiled when Jesus asked Peter three times at the Sea of Tiberias in front of the other apostles. Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? Do you love me? Peter, do you love me? And Peter's response was, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Well, Jesus was pleased and satisfied with the answer. Why? Because Peter has embraced the drama of life, which is to live the rest of his life loving and serving Jesus. So my brothers and sisters, I'd like you to look up for a few moments up here on the image of Jesus. And behold, the champion of the drama of life. Behold the miracle in our lives. Behold the brilliance in our life. Behold Jesus, the love of our life. Amen.